so stay with us because at the end um, of this broadcast, I have um, an important announcement to make, and uh, you're all going to want to hear it. I know you're all going to want to hear it. So today we're continuing our teaching on exploring faith, exploring faith. And we've completed seven major topics uh, or seven major points. And, and, and within each point, we have so many subpoints. I believe it's, it's a fantastic and complete study and teaching on faith as you'll ever have. And so I encourage you, you know, we're on um, Facebook, of course. We're on our website, newlifeministrymhv.org. And we're on Roku. Of course, we're on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. So you can go back and, and listen to the messages you know, one by one, and and take notes, and and I mean, I believe, I believe with all my heart, right from the Holy Spirit, that it is a complete, you know, study on on faith, and there is no guilt, shame, or condemnation anywhere in this teaching, which I believe is is so vitally important. So much of the teachings that we get are filled with it because it's like I'm doing something wrong. I'm not doing enough. Uh, I'm not doing doing enough of this, or I'm not doing enough of that, and uh, uh, you know, I'm 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 not doing something, I'm not doing something wrong. I'm, I mean, I am doing something wrong. I'm, you know, I'm not walking in in enough obedience. I'm. It's it's it's. You you see what you're saying? Me me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Me me. It's not about me, and it's not about I'm not. It's about him. It's about Jesus. It's about he has. He has. You see, if you listen to a message and that message takes it off, he has and puts it on, you must. That's not the gospel of grace. Do I hear any amens? Amen. Amen. Lori's here, but she just washed her hair, so it's a little wet, and she'll be with us tomorrow. So, so know this. If the message you're listening to gets it off him and puts it on you, that's not the gospel of grace. You know, it's not about what, what, what I need to do or what I have to do or what I can do. No, it's what he has done. It's what he has already, he's already, he already did. It's him. Faith in him. Faith in Jesus Christ for righteousness. Puts you at peace with God. Puts you in the throne room makes you a joint heir. Him. He does it, not us. If you're listening to messages that point that finger back at you, at you, turn the channel. Please turn the channel. Cover your ears. It's not about you. It's about him. And let me tell you something. The more you know it's about him, the more you realize it's about him, the more you gain in revelation that it's about him and not about you. The more you grow in your understanding of the love that that must have that that God must have had be, to make that to be, to provide the sacrifice, you know, an offering. The, the more you realize that, do you know what? It's going to reflex into a, the greatest love you could ever have for the Father and for the Son. Mm -hmm. 
and it's going to grow and reflex into a walk of victory and empowerment over sin, over the things that the law could never give you power over to walk with. This is my gospel. <laughs> no, actually, it's Paul's gospel. But actually, it's Christ's gospel. It's the gospel of Christ. No, it's my gospel. This is my gospel. I'm taking ownership of this gospel now. My wife always, well, I know she's not joking, but it's hard to live up to, but she keeps telling me, you are the Paul of today. Well, I, I just... I want to get more and more acquainted with his teaching because he received his gospel from Jesus Christ. And he said, if, if anybody adds to it, if anybody teaches something different, if anybody alters this in any way, let him be accursed. And Paul, don't get this wrong. Paul, in Galatians chapter 2, verse 21, says this, if righteousness, right standing with God, right? Peace with God, righteousness gets us into the throne room, Righteousness makes us a joint heir with Jesus Christ. If righteousness comes from the law, from doing, from doing it yourself system, then Jesus Christ died for no reason at all. Galatians chapter 2, verse 21. And Galatians chapter 5, I believe it's verse 13. If it's not verse 13, it's verse 16. Paul tells us, if you revert to the law, for the achieving of the righteousness that puts you at peace with God, you have fallen from grace. Listen, this is my gospel. And I got it from Paul, who got it from Jesus. <laughs> and I hope it becomes your gospel. So anyway, we're doing number eight today. We've already taken six minutes, but I believe it was a good six minutes. And it was worth six minutes. What do you think, Laura? Awesome. All right. So number eight, we just completed number seven, and number seven was only consider I am loved by God. <clears throat> so number eight is staying in faith. Number eight is staying in faith. How do you stay in faith? How do I stay in faith? Okay, Pastor Lenny, tell me how we stay in faith. Well, we're going to do that. And in parentheses, I was going to put, it's easy. But then I said, no. You know what? If I say it's easy, then that's going to put guilt, shame, and condemnation on people. Because if this is so easy, then why is it so hard? You know what I'm saying. Listen, I'm, I'm, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. What you guys face, I face. What you're going through, I go through. So I, 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 I crossed off it's easy and I put in it gets easier. Staying in faith gets easier when you already know and you are staying focused on the answer or the outcome. That's another one we have to write down, Lori. Staying in faith gets easier when you already know and you stay focused on the answer or the outcome. Now, I'm going to give you an example of this. I want to give you an example of this. And the Holy Spirit just, he brought this to me because I, I completely forgot it. I was watching a football game. 
All right, so we're going to talk football a little bit. Hopefully, you, you know, you can understand this scenario. I was watching the Indianapolis Colts versus the, my, uh, not the, my, the Minnesota Vikings. The Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts versus the, the, the Minnesota Vikings. And the Colts were beating the Vikings 33-0. to zero. 33-0. That's when, well, if your team is getting beat that bad, you leave the stadium. <clears throat> if you ever watched a football game and you see one team is beating the other team so bad, and the whole it's the home team that's getting beaten, you leave. You, you go home. It's over. 33 to nothing in the third quarter. There's only four quarters. You didn't score in the first quarter. You didn't score in the second quarter. Here we are halfway through the third quarter, and it's 33 to nothing. It's time to get to the car, get to the parking lot, get out, you know, before, you know, you, you have to wait in the crowd. You don't come 33 to nothing. It's time to change the channel and put on another game. The game is over. However, Minnesota makes an amazing comeback. In fact, it was the greatest comeback in the history of the NFL. And they win the game 39 to 36 after being behind 33 to nothing. The NFL's greatest comeback. Here's the thing. I didn't change the channel. Not because I was a Colts fan and I was enjoying it. In fact, I was a Minnesota Viking fan for this game. I like their quarterback. He's a Christian. I love his testimony. And I didn't change the channel. But why didn't I change the channel? I didn't change the channel because I knew the Vikings would win. The game was taped. <laughs> I knew the outcome. So because I knew the outcome, I didn't change the channel. I didn't get my, my eyes off focus. I didn't get my senses off focus. You hear what I'm saying? I stayed in the faith. I stayed with it. Relaxed. Resting. In fact, quite excited. Very enthusiastic. Why? Because I knew how the game would end. I knew what the outcome would be. And this is the, the, the most wonderful thing. This is amazing. This is awesome. The crowd never left. The reason why the crowd never left was because it was in Indianapolis. They were playing at the Colts home stadium. So all these people are there watching. You know, and they, they know their team's up 33 to nothing, so they don't want to leave. They just want to stay there, man. They're, they're partying in the stands. They're high-fiving in there. You know, they don't want to leave. They want to stay. And then all of a sudden, they lose. You see, you know, Satan wants you to think you lose. Satan wants you to think we're losing. You know, it hasn't manifested yet. Let me tell you something. There's a, most Christians have gone through situations where like you and I, 
you know, it, it, had manif it hasn't manifested yet. We know we already have it. We already know the healing has taken place. We, already, it's, we know it's already been done, you know. But, but why? And that's what we've been exploring, you know. And, and it's not, get off the but why and get on the but who. All right, so when you know the but who, Jesus, and you, want, you know it's already been done, you, you enter that place of rest and peace and excitement and enthusiasm because you know we win. Now, the enemy wants us to think we lost. He wants you to look up at that scoreboard and see you're down 33 to nothing. He wants you to turn the channel off. He wants you to walk away. He wants you to give up. But no. You know the Vikings win. And you know you win. I know I win. We know we win. And we enter into his peace and we enter into his rest and we stay in his faith because we're listening to, to messages about Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one, and the anointing. We're keeping our eyes fixed on him. And you, you know what? There were some Minnesota fans in that, in that stand, in the stands. Not, not very much. Not, 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 and, and not a lot of them. Could you imagine at the end? Every single Colt fed put their head down. And the Viking fans. You see, Satan knows he loses. He knows he, he's lost. Now here, the game was in Indianapolis. So remember, Colossians chapter 113. We're in the world, but we're not of it. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13 says this. Beautiful verse. I love it. It says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love. That's our new residing place. You see, we walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven. So get your eyes off the scoreboard. Get your eyes off the scoreboard and get them on Jesus and get them on the fact the fact of, and the fact is, we win. You win. You are the healed. You have the financial provision. You, you, you have that, that restored and renewed marriage relationship. You have that renewed and restored relationship with your children. You have that job you've been looking for and believing for. Staying in faith becomes easier, becomes easier, becomes easier when we already know and we stay focused on the answer or the outcome. Is this good so far? Awesome. Now I remember, I'm gonna give you a little testimony, okay? Part of this teaching. And then we're gonna continue it tomorrow because it's a, it's, we're at the 15 minute mark and this is gonna take a couple minutes. <clears throat> um, I went through chemotherapy and uh, radiation. I was told when this started, I was told at the beginning, I had a two, that's one, two percent chance of recovery. One, two. Well, I guess they didn't want to say you have a 98% chance 
that you will die. So I got my word from the Lord and I was in peace. I was in peace. From that moment on, I was in peace. I still look back and I'm like, how did I, how did I get through what I got through? It's like a blur. Well, I didn't get through it. Jesus took me through it. The medical route, yes. The bottom line is cancer-free, cancer gone. You know, at the beginning, even the doctors told me when this is over, you know, we're going to take, we'll take the PET scan and we'll see what additional courses need to be taken. Remember, that's what they said. So anyway, the PET scan is, is scheduled for July 19th. July 19th. Now, the other thing about July 19th is my wife, Lori, had said yes to my son, Brandon, and my, my daughter-in-law, Jessica, that she would watch the children for a week. So we had, she had to get there on the 19th, I think at five o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, because they were going to Mexico, uh, a Mexican cruise or a Mexican uh, vacation to celebrate their anniversary. So we had to get there. <clears throat> and I had my PET scan on the 19th, so my wife wasn't even with me. You believe that? But on the 17th, I was preaching in North Carolina. And I shared my testimony about how I was healed. I was healed. The cancer is dead. The cancer is gone. Now, it got to the end, and I was about to say, now I'm asking you to stand with me in belief that the PET scan will be negative. But that's not what came out of my mouth. What came out of my mouth was the Holy Spirit took over and said, and I'm standing here before you that I am cancer free, that it is dead and it is gone. And on the 19th, two days from now, I'm going to take the PET scan and all it's going to do is confirm what Holy Spirit has already told me. And I knew I got my rhema word. It's done. It's over. All right. So now on the 18th, we got to fly home because Lori's got to be there at five in the morning on the 19th and I have to be in New York City. So here it is on the 18th. We're scheduled to fly out at two o'clock in the afternoon. But there were horrendous storms, you know, in the area where we were flying to, I guess. So they canceled our two o'clock flight. Remember, Laura, we're at the airport and we're like, oh man, what are they going to do? We got to get home. They rescheduled it for four o'clock, two hours later. All right, it's rescheduled. All of a sudden, they canceled the four o'clock flight. And I'm like, listen, I got to get home. We got to get home. Enough for a PET scan because my wife's got to watch my grandbaby so my son and daughter-in-law can go on their anniversary. The PET scan, I... I knew, I knew. So anyway, I'm like, what do we do, Laura? I'll, I can rent a car one way. We could drive through the night. It's four or five o'clock. It's only going to take us 12 hours. We get to Brandon's house in time. And then all of a sudden, they schedule a new flight for six o'clock. All right, this is this got to be it. It's got to be it. All right, six o'clock flight. All of a sudden, as we're getting closer to six o'clock, six six, they, they cancel it again. There will be no flight into Newark International or Airport. We, we weren't getting home. I said, we're getting home. I know we're getting home. 
One way or another, we're getting home. I just felt that peace. We're getting home. So all of a sudden, the announcement comes over the loudspeaker. You, um, that this flight, whatever to Newark, New York, New York area has been canceled. All right, a couple of other flights. You can see about rescheduling another flight. And they told us where to go. Well, let me tell you something. It was just it was just two and a half months out of my uh, chemo and and um, um, radiation, so my body my body wasn't yet fully recovered. You know, the strength, whatever. I, I was still getting winded quite easily, and uh, but all of a sudden, I turned to Lori and I said, "Watch our bags," and I took off through that airport. Like I don't know if you used to watch the old. Uh, commercials about Hertz Rent-A-Car and O.J. Simpson back when he was, you know, in right standing with people would be would be hurtling, you know, running through the airport to the Hertz Rent-A-Car Center to get his car and he would be hurtling over bags and he would be hurtling over legs of people and he would be hurt. That was me. I took off and I must have, I must have, I must have ran at least a hundred yards or more. And I get to the place where we're supposed to, to be. And I'm the second person in line. First person in line gets their, their flight rescheduled. They're happy. But I get there and I'm like, I have, I have to have a flight tonight. I have to have a flight tonight. And the Lord put me in front of the right ticketing person. She said, don't worry. I'll get you home. I'm like, okay. So she's going through things and she says to me, would you mind, <laughs> this is how good God is, would you mind flying into White Plains? I've never shared this before. I said, White Plains? I was supposed to fly into Newark. Newark is, is, is two hours away. My son Brandon was going to come to Newark to pick me up. You know, that's how we were getting to his house and that's how we were getting home. I said, White Plains? I said, without a doubt, yes, yes, I would love to fly to White Plains. She put, put us on a nonstop flight to White Plains, 9 o'clock, which, which is only, which is only 40, 45 minutes away. It's so close, closer for my son, closer for us. It worked out beautifully. You know, my wife got to, to, to babysit on time. Everything worked out great. I got home. We had we had beautiful. Not only that, it's a full flight, but there just happened to be two seats next to each other. The aisle seat, which is my favorite seat, and Lori sits next to me in the middle. I put up the armrest that's between us, and you know, when, so we have a lot of comfy room between each other. And we flew into White Plains, no problem at all. My son was waiting for us there, and we got home. Uh, that was Monday, Tuesday, the nineteenth. I went to my PET scan. And the, and, the, and the CT scan, and I was as uh, I was as peaceful as you could be, you know? I was as peaceful as you could be. That was scheduled for 9.30 in the morning. I waited till one o'clock in the doctor's office. He came in and he said, we're done. There's nothing more to do. You are completely cancer-free. And I rejoiced, but I knew it. You see, I knew it. it faith became easier for me because I knew, I already knew, Holy Spirit had given me the word, he had given me the word, and I was staying focused on the answer and the outcome. 
And this is how we stay in faith. Stay focused on the answer and the outcome. And the answer is Jesus. The answer is hearing about the Christ. The answer is looking at the Christ in his compassion, in his love, in his mercy, in his majesty, in the fact that he loves you and that he's pleased with you and that you please him. You're at one with him. You're at peace with the Father. Stay focused on that. Stay focused on the answer and stay focused on the outcome. And you will stay in faith. And your manifestation is about to take place right here, right now. And when it does, please write me and let me know. We love you guys so much. And now here's the announcement. I want to start. I'm going to let you guys know this in every day until we get to this point. On Sunday, February 19th at 6 p.m., you'll, you'll want to promote this. You'll want to let everybody you know that lives in the area come, but on on, on Sunday, February 19th at 6 p.m. at New Life Ministry at our, 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 our meeting location, we are going to have a healing service. And we're going to have testimonies. You know, I'll be giving a testimony. My wife is going to be sharing on, on, her, on her, her healing of colonic inertia, inertia, an incurable disease. My daughter is going to be streamcast live. She's going to be joining us live on the streamcast. She'll be on the big screen at the church, live, interacting with us. She's going to be sharing her testimony with her and her husband in A to Z Ministries. And then we're going to have some other guests that are going to give brief testimonies. We're going to have a word. Well, first we're going to have worship and praise. Worship and praise. And we're going to fill that place with praise and worship. And the presence, I know the presence of God will be there to heal. And then we're going to have a time of prayer and healing. That's unless everyone there is healed by the word or by the worship. But that's going to be Sunday night, February 19th at 6 p.m. This is Pastor Lenny saying we love you. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Pastor Lori and I will both be with you. Walk in your blessings. Love you. <laughs>